and well-being of your family should be first and foremost. So, a lot of dads sitting here today have been doing well, and there might be some that need a reminder to simply prioritize and make your family number one. Take them to church, go with them to church, and worship with them on weekends. What a difference it would make if we as fathers would boldly seek Jesus. So Jairus' daughter saw a dad who was not ashamed to seek Jesus. He was not puffed up, he was not prideful or arrogant like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, or other religious leaders of his time. He was humble and shamelessly sought after Jesus. And that's the first thing I believe that this little girl saw when she looked into the face of her father after Jesus brought her back to life. The second thing I believe she saw as she looked into her dad's face was a dad who was not afraid or ashamed to bring Jesus home. Verse 23 of Mark chapter 5 says that, that Jairus came and down, fell, knelt down at Jesus' feet and he pleaded earnestly with Jesus for Jesus to come to his house. That word earnestly means he pleaded with intense conviction. He pleaded seriously, strongly, poured out everything. The next verse, verse 24, tells us, so Jesus went. Jesus just went. I mean, what a beautiful verse. A dad coming, emptying himself, crying out at Jesus' feet that he needs Jesus' help, and Jesus went. Jesus and the whole crowd were there or headed to Jairus' house. I can imagine the phone call home to his wife. Honey, everybody is coming to the house. What do you mean, everybody? Jesus, his disciples, and a large crowd of people, they're all coming. Oh, that God would give us dads who would bring Jesus to the house. Men who would stand with Joshua and declare to the world, as for me and my family or my house, we will serve the Lord. Men who would lead their families in prayer at the table. Dads, if you want to bless your families, lead them in prayer and worship at home. That God, oh, that God would give us dads who would invite Jesus into their homes by reading the word of God. Dads who would invite Jesus into their homes by leading their families into worship and not just sending them off to worship, but leading them to worship in the home. Dads, let your kids see you honoring the Lord at home. Have worship with them. Take them to church. Read the word with them daily. Pray with them. 
live for the Lord daily in and out of their presence. That God may be honored and glorified. Oh, that God would give us dads who would invite Jesus into their homes. Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 said that, that Jesus is standing at the door knocking. He's standing at the door of your emotions knocking. He's standing at the door of your conscience knocking. He's standing at the door of your mind knocking. And yes, he's standing at the door of your houses knocking, waiting for you to invite him in. And I promise you, if you let Jesus in, it will change everything. Doesn't mean you're not gonna have problems. Doesn't mean you're not gonna have conflicts. Doesn't mean the kids aren't gonna be disobedient once in a while. But I promise you, letting Jesus in will change everything. You will have a different or new perspective on the issues that you face. So the daughter saw a dad that was not ashamed to seek out Jesus. She saw a dad that was not ashamed to bring Jesus home. Third and finally, she saw a dad who was not ashamed to put the welfare of his child into the hands of Jesus. Verses 35 and 36 says that when Jairus got news that, that she was dead, that he didn't dismiss Jesus. Now there are many who talk or preach on this passage and the emphasis is always on the daughter. She is a big part of this story. But I started thinking as I looked at this passage that this story is just as much about the dad that it is about the daughter. You see, it would have been easy for the dad to say when he got news that, that his daughter is dead, it would have been easy for him to say, you know, you know Jesus, thank you, I appreciate it very much, but, but I don't need you anymore. And the reason why his daughter wound up or ended up dead uh, was because Jesus uh, got sidetracked for a minute. In between those verses that we read, uh, something else happened. There was a, a woman that had an issue of blood for 12 years, and, and this woman came up behind Jesus as he and the crowd was walking to this man's uh, home to go take care of his daughter, and she touched the hem of his garment, and she was healed, and, and Jesus stopped, and he said, Who touched me? And his, his disciples said, Well, uh, Jesus, I, I, I think you're suffering from, from heat exhaustion. Uh, you're asking who touched you, and you see that there's a crowd of people around you bumping up on you, and you're asking, who touched you? And Jesus said, no, 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 no. So somebody touched me because that, that's not a casual touch. Uh, that's a touch of faith because there was power leaving me after that touch. So someone touched me. And he lingered there trying to find out who it was that touched him until this woman came out and identified that she was the one who touched him. It is my thinking that, that Jesus stood there and seemingly wasted time because he wanted things to happen the way they did. He wanted to test the faith of this father. He wanted to see if this father would trust him 
now that his daughter is dead as he trusted him before when she was alive. He wanted to improve his faith in him. So Jesus said to the dad after he got the news that his daughter is dead, Jesus turned to him and he said, just believe. Just believe. If you trusted that I can make her well, I want you to trust now that I can bring her back to life. Just believe. And they continue, continued their journey to Jairus' house, where Jesus then proceeded to restore life and health to this little girl. We need dads who will commit their children to the Lord. Dads who will lead their children to seek God's will for their lives. Dads who will, who, who will be much like Abraham, willing to sacrifice their children on the altar of God's plan and not their own. God had a plan for this little girl and he has a plan for your family, for you and your family. Darius completely put his daughter into the hands of God's care. Oh, that God would give us dads who would commit their children into the hands of Jesus, into his care, fully, not partially, but fully. So what kind of dad are you, fathers? What kind of dad are you? Are you the dad that's not ashamed to seek out Jesus? Are you the dad that's not ashamed to bring Jesus home? Are you the dad that's not afraid to commit your child or your children into the hands and care of Jesus. What kind, what kind of dad are you? You are here this morning. You are here this morning, dads. And you would like to recommit your lives and rededicate yourself unto the Lord. I invite you to stand where you are, dads. Dads, you are here this morning. And it's your desire to recommit your lives and rededicate yourself unto the Lord. I invite you to stand where you are. Just stand where you are. Amen. Amen. My other appeal is, is to you, congregation. You just want to say, chaplain, can you say a prayer for me? There are things that I'm dealing with. There are issues that I'm facing, and, and I would just like for you to mention, mention me in prayer, that God would, would step in and, and that he would intervene and that he would, he would just take the things that I'm dealing with right now and that he would make them better. I ask that you stand where you are. Just stand where you are. There are things you are dealing with. Only God knows. But you want to say, chaplain, pray for me. 
Just stand where you are. Let us pray. Eternal God and Father, we want to thank you for this wonderful day that you have given to us. We want to thank you for your word. For indeed, we find instructions in your word. We find reproof, we find correction. Lord, we ask this morning that you bless the fathers that are here and those that stood up. Ask that you, that you will bless them to continue to be awesome and tremendous dads. No one is perfect, not even I. There are always things that we can do better or look back and, and, and realize we could have done better. But we're not focused on where we have fallen short. We, we just want to say, Lord, that, that you will just help us to continue to be the fathers that you have called us to be to be the priests of our homes, to lead our families into worship, to set the example so that, that they can see you, a loving, caring, compassionate God, in the confines of the home. I pray for those that stood up asking for special prayer and those that have not there are issues that we all face on a daily basis there are things that we are struggling with and we are asking God for your help we are asking for your intervention we are asking that you will Stand between us and the issues of life. That you will bless us in a marked and special way as we look ahead and move forward. Lord, we pray and ask these things for you. said if we seek, we will find, and if we ask, we will receive. And so we thank you for hearing. And we thank you for answering in your most holy and perfect name that everyone say, Amen.
let us, let us pray. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.